All right. Welcome to a special episode of Inappropriate Earl, episode 185. Thank you for all the love and support of episode 184 with the great Greg Roquet. He's an awesome dude, so I hope you listen to that and support him and follow him. Uh, this is a, I haven't done this in a very long time, but this is a solo show. Be a quick one, about 20 minutes, maybe less, about my predictions or prediction. Well, I actually have a few predictions for the big super fight McGregor versus Mayweather, August 26th in Vegas, of course. You can only have this fight in Vegas. And it's uh, kind of the last, I think, super fight we will ever see. Because frankly, there's just no one in boxing that transcends the sport like Mayweather has the last 20 years. Uh, certainly, there's no heavyweights, which were, when I was a kid, the primary uh, big fight pay-per-views. You know, And then you had guys like Leonard... Duran, Hearns, Hagler. I'll even throw in a personal favorite of mine, John the Beast Mugabe. And uh, he was the true beast, not Brock Lesnar. And, uh, you know, I was very lucky as a child to grow up in probably the greatest era in any division uh, in boxing, which was the heavyweight division. I mean, if you think about the 70s and early to mid-80s in that division, I mean, in the 70s alone, you had a prime Muhammad Ali, you had a prime Joe Frazier, a prime George Foreman, and even the second-tier fighters would have been champions in any other era. You know, a prime Kenny Norton. You had a guy like, say, Ernie Shavers who could, you know, knock anybody out. And then my personal favorite, and I want everyone, after you're done listening to this, to go on YouTube and watch uh, George Foreman fight this guy, Ron Lyle. It's the greatest four-and-a-half-round fight I've ever seen in my life. And I doubt the Mayweather-McGregor fight will be this exciting. But, you know, Ron Lyle had been in jail for seven years. You know, he was like the only guy to knock Foreman down two, three times. Foreman knocked him down two, three times. The fight's in Vegas, Caesar's Palace. People are smoking ringside cigarettes, you know, and I'm sure other uh, additional forms of a smokable uh, product, if you know what I mean. I mean, this is Vegas in the 70s. You think Vegas is wild now? Go to the 70s. Uh, a threesome in the 70s in Vegas was with one person and two animals. And I don't mean strippers at the uh, off-strip uh, clubs, if you know what I'm saying. So... uh you know, and then the 80s, you know, you, you had Larry Holmes and you got to kind of feel bad for him because there was just really no one for him to fight. You know, he didn't really have, you know, that rivalry with anyone like Ali had Foreman, Frazier, um, you know, even uh, Jimmy Young, I forgot. You know, there's another dude who was great. Um, and, but in the 80s, you know, Larry Holmes was dominant in the early part of the uh, era. And then you had, uh, obviously, uh, Mike Tyson come in. And he was great. And then, you know, that's when it kind of started to go downhill when Buster Douglas beat Tyson because, you know, just Lennox Lewis was a great fighter, but he was kind of like Larry Holmes. There was just not many guys for him to fight. And 
Holyfield was, you know, he was a good fighter, but he was kind of a dud. And then, uh, you know, the last 15 years, you've had the Klitschko brothers who've got the personality of Dolph Lundgren and Red Scorpion. Uh, so it's just boxing's kind of been adrift. But luckily, you know, last decade or so, we've had the UFC come in and save uh, combat sports. You got to give them that. The Fertitta brothers, Dana White, they bought the UFC for $2 million. And I think they said their first couple of years, they lost like $30 million. And then the uh, Ultimate Fighter uh, saved the organization. And it led us all to this super fight. And, uh, you know, it's a crazy fight. You know, that's for sure. I mean, it started, uh, Mayweather was a minus 2,500 when the uh, books first came out. And, you know, Mayweather has essentially talked himself, uh, you know, out of uh, those odds because he just, McGregor's been killing him on the mic and the promotion of this fight. And now he's down to minus 500, which is still crazy odds. But, uh, you know, McGregor is an amazing salesman. So, uh, you know, the, the common sense part of me says there's no way uh, McGregor beats him. But in full disclosure, and the only other boxing versus MMA fight that the UFC did uh, was uh, James Tony and Randy Couture. And I'll be honest with you, I picked James Tony to win, and he did not. You know, in my head, I saw the fight unfolding with uh, Couture rushing in on a single, single or a double, which he did. And, uh, Tony just timing a powerful uppercut, knocking Couture out. Uh, the problem with that theory was uh, Tony missed on the punch, and Couture took him down. And uh, you could tell James Tony uh, was pretty lazy in his MMA training, if he did any at all, and kind of gave up pretty soon after that. Couture won. So my, uh, I'm definitely not an odds maker. I mean, I do give. Conor McGregor a puncher's chance. He's got tremendous power, uh, but you know he's not a boxer. You know MMA boxing is much different than boxing, and uh, some of these thoughts I've heard other people say, and I really do forget who said them. But uh, I think it was KJ Noons, uh, one of my favorite fighters to watch. Uh, he said that a good MMA boxer against a great boxer is like comparing a good racquetball player to, you know, Roger Federer. It's just different. And someone else said that, you know, if the best fighters in the world can't touch Mayweather the last 20 years, I don't know how McGregor is going to do it. You know, I think the most interesting part of this fight is going to be how McGregor starts off the fight. You know, usually he charges his opponent and gets gets right to it. And, uh, you know, Mayweather has had some problems uh, one or two times in the last couple of years with guys fighting him like that, putting the pressure on. You know, I think he's used to the intimidation uh, of his name and aura. And in this fight, he doesn't really have that. You know, McGregor's not going to be intimidated by him. McGregor has nothing to lose. Um, 
you know, like I said before, my prediction capability is not the best. I see a McGregor just saying fuck it and going all out. Unfortunately for him, I think he'll make some mistakes. And although Mayweather's not known for his uh, knockout ability, um, I don't think McGregor's ever going to experience the movement and the punching power that Mayweather has. He may not be a hard hitter for boxing, but when he's hitting an MMA fighter, he's going to have strength. But, you know, McGregor does have the one-shot knockout power, but once again, he's never faced anyone with the movement of Mayweather, which is his thing, is to duck and dodge, almost lull you into sleep. And I think he'll have several flurries on uh, McGregor, you know, 15 punches to one or two McGregor's. Uh, but, you know, if, if he catches him early, you know, he does have a puncher's chance, but it's, you know, I think Mayweather beats McGregor 99 times out of 100. Um, so, you know, we'll go over some fun facts here. You know, Floyd Mayweather is 40 years old and is five foot eight. Connor is 28 years old and five foot nine. Now, here's where some of the side factors might favor McGregor. You know, he's, uh, he's a pretty heavy dude. He, he walks around probably at 170. You know, I think Mayweather walks around at the heaviest 145. Um, I know there was one article that I read that said uh, Mayweather's never weighed more than 152 pounds. And yet, this fight's at 154. So that's going to be interesting. You know, uh, will he experience any loss of speed bulking up? And, uh, you know, I mean, McGregor's used to this weight. Mayweather's not. So that's a factor. There's no doubt about it. That is a factor in this fight. Uh, Connor also has a longer reach by a couple inches. So, you know, that's a factor too. He won't have to get as close to Mayweather as most people have. You know, in some sense, he could sucker Mayweather into coming to him, which you wouldn't think he could, but he'll be shit-talking. And, you know, Mayweather has an ego. I mean, we all know McGregor does, but, you know, this is Mayweather's um, cage, if you will. So he might feel the need to be like, you're not going to talk to me like that in my world. And he might make a mistake. Um you know, and it's just, uh, you know, the records, uh, 49 and 0. Floyd, uh, that's for uh, Mayweather. It's 26 knockouts. McGregor's 23, 22 and 3, excuse me, 22 and 3, 18 knockouts. So uh, that's 82% uh, knockout ratio for McGregor, whereas Floyd's is just over 50%. And I think that's something that people uh, overlook on uh, Mayweather. You know, he does have knockout power. Uh, just not as uh, flashy as uh, McGregor's. And, uh, you know, here's, you know, another thing that no one's really talking about is, you know, Mayweather being 40, he's probably 10 years past his prime. And McGregor's, I don't even know if McGregor's in his prime yet. Um, so, and, you know, he's definitely more active than uh, Mayweather. I mean, Mayweather's... Uh, Last fight was uh, September of 2015. And in the past decade, you know, from 2007, he's only fought 10 times. And he's only had two knockouts since 2005. 
so, you know, I don't think the fight's going to be quite as one-sided as people think. Uh, I do think uh, Mayweather will win. I think uh, he'll carry McGregor to the fifth or sixth round and just start dominating. Uh, I don't think McGregor will get knocked out. I think he will, uh, you know, just have the will of an animal and won't go down. It'll be very much like Rocky. Uh, you know, it's kind of a fight like Apollo Creed and, and Rocky Balboa, even though it's a fictional fight. I see the fight going that way where, you know, Mayweather will just outpoint him to death. And, uh, you know, toward the end uh, of the fight, I think McGregor will get real sloppy. And I think Mayweather will clean up on him but I don't think uh, McGregor will get knocked out. He might get knocked down, but I don't. Uh, I see Mayweather winning by decision. And then, you know, uh, I think uh, my biggest prediction is for the race riot that will happen after the fight because, and I'm being completely serious here, because if you look at uh, McGregor's crew, it's all rowdy Irish dudes in his corner. And uh, you look at Mayweather's um corner is going to be all dudes who aren't necessarily from the hood but they're street and all i can see happening is one of mcgregor's crew calling uh one of mayweather's crew the you know what word and uh it's on and i or it happens at the press conference you know that's going to be wild win or lose especially if mcgregor wins uh, he'll be taunting and uh, you know, it, it's going to be wild. I'm looking almost more forward to the <laughs> press conference and in-ring after-fight uh, chaos because uh, I just, uh, you know, they're both showmen. So whoever wins is going to be talking major shit, and uh, I can't... Uh, you know, imagine if McGregor wins uh, the lines he will cross because in the lead up to the fight, you know, uh, I thought McGregor crossed the racial lines several times, uh, you know, and I have Irish uh, cousins, believe me, that's not out of the realm. Um, you know, he told uh, Connor one, uh, Connor told him in one uh, press conference, dance for me, boy. And then uh, I think he, called him a monkey or something in another uh, press conference. So, uh, you know, it's going to be real interesting. And it's going to be sad when this fight's over. Um, but I just, uh, you know, I'm sad because I know that this is probably the last great super fight. Because I just don't see any fight on the horizon that could rival this. I mean... You know, I know with John Jones, uh, you know, there was rumors of him uh, and Lesnar fighting. And then, you know, before he got popped for Royds this week, there was rumors of UFC 218. He was going to fight uh, the UFC heavyweight champ, Miocic. But I don't know if that, I mean, it's a super fight to a degree. But, you know, it's funny. Jones, before McGregor came along, was, was probably the, the number one draw in the UFC. But he's... He's not very good at promoting, you know. It's not like he's on commercials all over the place. You know, you see McGregor, he's on Fox Sports doing this. He's on CBS doing that. 
and Miocic, uh, he's got the he's a great fighter. I mean, he's amazing, but he's got the personality of uh, the Klitschko brothers combined. So uh, he's not, he's just a fighter. He's not really a, a marketer. Um, so I hope that whatever happens on Saturday night, it's going to be wild. Um, I think it's going to be so fun, and uh, it's going to be, I think, worthy of the hype in some capacity. Because uh, even if the fight's a dud, the press conference, the in-ring after, I almost want to say after party, is going to be crazy. And then, uh, you know, we'll go back to, uh, you know, watching whatever sport you like, boxing or MMA. Because I don't think there's a lot of people who watch both. I, I think that, you know, people are, you know, are choosing sides. You know, boxing purists don't like MMA. MMA purists, uh, I think, appreciate boxing more than boxing people appreciate MMA. Um, but, uh, you know, it's an interesting fight. I mean, it, it definitely could um, end in a wacky upset. Uh, you know, it could be a setup for a, a trilogy fight series, you know. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm cynical in that regard. You know, I look back at that, uh, first fight with Muhammad Ali and Leon Spinks. I don't know. I looked a little fishy in terms of, uh, Ali wanting a big payday for a rematch. Cause he beat him pretty easily in the second fight. And it's like, wait a minute. I know we can all have an off night, but something's even as a kid, I was like, why is this fight so different than the first one? So, um, you know, I think the referee's going to have his hands full, though, in the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Because um, this is, I think, uh, especially if McGregor starts to lose, he'll, you know, I mean, he loses his purse if he does any MMA moves, but I, he might try and sneak in an elbow or, you know, he might throw a punch at the ref or something. I mean, he, he got that pro-wrestling, uh, uh, you know, love. So I could see him just saying, fuck it. Um, but, you know, I can't wait for it. I'm paying the $100. Um, and uh, it's going to be super fun. You know, so that it's been a very short episode of Inappropriate Earl. Um, but uh, I really do appreciate all the love and support you guys have given me. And, uh, you know, the podcast, uh, I still have fun doing it. And I just try and do what Joe Rogan does and uh, expose his friends to his fans. Obviously, uh, I'm doing it on a much lower scale than Joe. But, uh, you know, I got some fun guests coming up. Tomorrow afternoon, Stephen Gorino from I'm Dying Up Here will uh, be on the show. He's awesome, dude. Check him out. He plays Sully on I'm Dying Up Here. And, uh, you know... More guests to come. Joe Urell coming on a couple uh, weeks uh, from now. He's a very funny roast battler, stand-up comic. And, uh, you know, got some things I'm working on. So uh, I love you guys. Inappropriate Earl, SoundCloud and iTunes. My final prediction for the fight is Mayweather carries him to 12 rounds. And uh, Race Riot will happen about two minutes after the decision is announced. So, uh you know, guys, uh, get your hoods out and uh, be prepared to battle. Love you guys. 